good evening to all to one and all present for the session today we truly feel blessed to have acharya prashant ji who is a gracefied uh, who gracefully agreed for an interaction with our students at itm khargal a strong proponent of veganism a climate change activist and advocate for gender equality and women empowerment these are just few ways to describe acharya prashant ji he is not only one of the one well known vedanta teacher of our times but also one of the most relevant and reliable wisdom teacher who is followed by ten of million of people through his various online and offline platform from authoring over 100 best selling books to receiving the most influential vegan of the year award by peta acharya prashant ji has been instrumental in bringing social spiritual transformation across the globe and specially amongst the youth sir it's an honor to welcome you and address our students at itm on behalf of all of us we would like to thank you for accepting our invitation uh so to start with uh since this is an interactive session i would like to ask one question to you which is on women empowerment uh in last few years we have seen that this word women empowerment it's been used in our society to a very large extent to some extent i feel that by this uh you know the empowerment that has been being given there has been some kind of social turbulence i would like to know in your words what exactly is the meaning of women empowerment you see when we say a person is to be empowered we need to first of all understand uh, who the person is and therefore what is the meaning of power and uh, what is the requirement of power for that person so we are talking of a human being more specifically we are uh, talking of uh, women what is the fundamental desire that uh, human being has and what's the most uh, fundamental suffering the desire is freedom that comes from realizing the nature of bondages so freedom and realization these are our fundamental desires this is what we all want men or women and if we do not have freedom if we do not realize what our bondages are then that's the fundamental suffering so you see power is needed only to bring about a change right power is energy we need to change the situation 
as it currently exists the status quo is unacceptable because uh, it includes a lot of suffering and that's the reason we need power if we do not know who we are what our situation is what our problem is and why we need power then uh, power becomes counterproductive is that not so 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 i must know where i am stuck i must know what is it in my uh, current situation that i need to change in my current situation it is the lack of understanding of the very nature of my bondage hmm? that's what i need to address and change that's what in my current situation is uh, totally unacceptable so what then is empowerment empowerment is understanding empowerment is illumination if i want to empower someone or if i am to be empowered the first thing is to know where i am stuck the first thing is to realize the nature of my bondages and consequent suffering and then i'll have the <clears throat> the urge and uh, the wisdom to challenge things as they stand inside me and outside me and when there is that challenge there is change and that change brings me to a point of peace that's the entire purpose of empowerment huh? you come to a point of peace you come to a point of freedom you come to a point where your potential to be realized <clears throat> takes a material form in the shape of your life so that's empowerment the woman is a conscious being exactly as the man and uh, obviously both need to be empowered but here the question is uh, more specifically in the context of women so that's the conscious being the woman and she does not realize the nature of her bondages hmm? the outer and the inner conditions are not favorable to realization right now we are going into the nature of her suffering her weakness right so there is an outer condition in the form of the world she inhibits and there is the inner condition in the form of her mental environment and both these are not conducive to strength both of these are not uh, very uh, illuminated conditions so if we want to empower the girl or the woman we have to work on these two fronts we have to create external conditions that tell her that uh, first and foremost she is a consciousness waiting to attain heights and she is she is not to spend her life uh, by the dictates uh, of her body right so she has to be saved from uh, social 
influences and biological imperatives these two things mm. so this discussion so far has brought us to the two uh, important uh, pillars mm, needed to uphold any kind of empowerment one take care of all the things that influence her from the social point from the legal point from the religious point educational point uh, from all these places influences come and uh, they shape her mind you could say they distort her mind so uh, empowerment of the woman would involve taking care of these points these institutions you have to take care of the religious influences if you have a girl and she has been told since childhood that the very success of the woman's life lies in taking care of the household and the husband and the babies and she does not need to accord priority to anything else and she does not need to read much she does not need to explore much her own uh, ambition um, and potential is of secondary importance uh, that uh, knowledge uh, is secondary uh, to um, let's say daintiness uh, that servility is uh, more valuable than uh, curiosity or inquisitiveness if these are the values that have come to her from religion or family then that's a huge problem so empowerment would involve challenging the uh, so called religious institution it's actually uh, not true religion that uh, teaches such things but in the name of religion such things are drilled into the girl's mind so empowerment would mean that you do not let uh, um, the the folk kind of religion do such things to the girl mm. then there is the educational thing what is it that's being uh, uh, taught in the schools that involves the content of the textbooks where there might be sub uh, liminal Uh, uh messages that are uh, uh, that are uh, gender insensitive in nature hmm? for example if you want uh, to show uh, what a kitchen looks like hmm? you have shown the kitchen and a woman in a sari is standing there now technically what you have shown to the kid and let's say the it's it's a class 3 kid technically what you have shown to the kid is all right yes that's the kitchen and there is the lady standing there but what you don't uh, understand is that uh, you have also in the process sent across um, a, a dangerous message that the kitchen is for the woman and that the place of the woman is in the kitchen hmm? so so that's regarding the content of the textbook uh, and then there is the attitude of the teachers right how are the teachers looking at uh, their boys and girls the students 
what advices are uh, they rendering to the students and uh, it often happens that uh, the teachers uh, even in their good intention end up giving uh, dangerous even toxic advice to uh, to boys and girls uh, out of their own uh, ignorance it's not a problem of uh, intention then it's a problem of the teachers ignorance so that institution has to be taken care of we are talking of the educational institution the religious institution then the law hmm? the uh, law uh, first of all uh, has to take care of the interests uh, of the woman hmm? and uh, that uh, that does not uh, merely uh, mean uh, talking of uh, equality in a blind way if you really care about equality then you will uh, first of all want them to be equals you cannot have uh, equal laws for uh, uh, two sections that are uh, uh, fundamentally and historically unequal so uh, the legal community has to go into that and uh, take care of that and uh, to to a great extent that has been done in fact uh, some people allege that it has been overdone hmm? equally some people say that uh, <coughs> what has been done is not very meticulous you have taken care of the uh, woman's uh, uh, interests where you could see Uh, her interests placed but because you you are yourself not very insightful you do not see where her real interests are and where her real interests stand there you have not been able to provide any legal protection take for example the instance of uh, very prevalent uh, uh, marital rape and uh, even till date the law does not uh, seem to be able to do much uh, when it comes to that uh, then there are uh, the institutions of the media um, you have to the movies you have the television you have the social media and all of these are affecting the girl's mind right and if you are making her mind feeble and uh, you're distorting her consciousness then obviously there is no empowerment so these have to be taken care of and then it comes to the girls insides we said empowerment would include uh, two domains the domain within and the domain without the domain within uh, is her own uh, biological tendencies the domain without comprises of the uh, forces factors institutions that affect her mind we have talked we have spoken of all the external factors now let's get to the internal one so <coughs> you see the the girl has uh, been evolved by nature in a particular way right and uh, evolution <coughs> is a very gradual and tedious process in 
in historical sense on a historical time scale just till yesterday we all were residing in the jungle right it's been just a few thousand years uh, since we have uh, totally and completely moved out of the jungle before that since millions of years we were in the jungle and the woman's body has been trained over these millions of years of evolution to play her biological role only hmm? and that training of a million years cannot be undone or offset in a matter of a few thousand years so even as today uh, we say we are cultured we are civilized we are urban we say we are not animals anymore we say we are not jungle dwellers anymore but still our body belongs squarely to the jungle right and what is it that the body wants to do in the jungle look at the body of any jungle creature look at the body of a wild beast what does it want to do it wants to secure itself it wants to eat and it wants to procreate nobody in the jungle cares for any kind of realization or understanding or illumination or empowerment so the body of the of the man and the body of the woman both these bodies are coming from the jungle but we are specifically talking of the woman here hmm? coming from the jungle all that her uh, body cares for is the biological imperative and the biological imperative is to relate with the male in a certain way and to procreate a lot and to perform the same role that she has been historically performing since millions of years the thing is that those millions of years are just too far behind us now right in a very short span of time in just a few thousand years around uh, let's say 60 70000 years we have been able to put the jungle far behind us but the body has still not come to terms with that fact right even as our lives have changed a lot our bodies have not the body is continue to remain the same as they were let's say um, 10 million years back not much has changed fundamentally the body is the same though consciousness has changed life has changed obviously we know how much science and technology um, have changed uh, thought has evolved but the body has not evolved because as we said evolution is a very slow process so the body has remained the same body has remained the same evolution has been outpaced hmm, by the growth in thought understanding hmm? what does that mean that means that there is a huge lag 
even as we have great books available the sharpest products of of intellect are available to us for use the urges of the body remain very animalistic what does the body want attachment possession huh and when it cannot have what it wants there is uh, anger and jealousy and such things and especially the woman's body has been uh, raised or evolved in a way uh, that there is a lot of insecurity because the historical prakritic natural role of the woman was to raise kids and in the jungle that's a very important role in fact that's the central role of one's life we are talking of the woman if you look at the jungle the woman exists to be pregnant the woman exists to breed that that's how it happens in the jungle right the woman does not exist to become an artist a painter a dancer a scientist an explorer a thinker a meditator no in the jungle she exists just to survive and to give birth so she will eat she will seek uh, physical and mental protection security and uh, she will seek a mate who can impregnate her now that is continuing even today and if that continues no empowerment makes any sense even if you change all the institutions the external ones we have talked of the religious one the educational one the legal one we have talked of the role of media and so many other things even if you take care of all those institutions the woman would still not be free even if you bestow all kind of powers on her she would still either refuse to wield those powers or would misuse those powers because internal bondage is way more severe than any kind of external bondage if you give her external freedom without caring for her internal freedom external freedom will make very little difference in fact external freedom will become dangerous because it will create an illusion of freedom she will think she is free she will claim she is empowered whereas she is as much in bondage as she always has been and that's the case of uh, uh, of a lot of uh, so called empowered women today they say we are empowered but internally uh, they are still living in the in the jungle variety of bondage so that's where self knowledge comes in hmm she needs to have self knowledge and that's where wisdom literature comes in hmm that's that is what is atmagyan or spirituality that's where vedant comes to the woman's rescue hmm vedant tells her oh 
come on learn to keep the body aside you are not the body the body is at most a resource that you can use to attain some legitimate objective but what is a legitimate objective that has to be known by knowing yourself when you know yourself then you know what your goals must be right so self knowledge you know yourself and then you know what your goals must be and in the pursuit of those legitimate goals you can use your body that's fine the body includes everything it includes it includes memory it includes uh, the 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 wholeness of your brain huh? intellect your power to argue hmm? creativity everything and it includes your muscular strength it includes everything that you are physically right so you must know yourself and then you can use the body for the right purpose and then you will not use your body just to seek security or uh, or sometimes attract the other gender so that you can have a comfortable nest uh, all all those things uh, will then uh, uh, appear very childish to you you will say i'm not born for that i am a human being i exist to realize i'm a human being the purpose of my life is liberation illumination understanding that's why i am born it does not matter what my gender is hmm? the gender is just a thing of the body and i am not the body hmm? i am a consciousness seeking to be liberated that's who i am right so so these things uh, in my view constitute uh, uh, the empowerment of women uh, modification and reform of external institutions the institution of family the institution of uh, religion uh, society law education uh, media uh, these have to be taken care of and more important than that the woman has to have self knowledge and uh, to that end you require specialized courses in schools and colleges you require wisdom literature to be a part of the standard curricula and uh, and you and you need perspective you need uh, uh, a society that gives importance to spiritual understanding hmm so so that's from my side thank you so much sir for uh, such a insightfulness on what women empowerment exactly is 